0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is hit well in a center field. That one's carrying out at center. It's out of here. Oh, Johnny with a pinch hit home run. At the plate is Mike Trout, the pitch on its way, it's blasted out the dead center field. Out of here! Ball gets away! He's going to break for the plate! Ball game is over! The Angels with a walk-off win here in the bottom of the ninth inning! This is the Angels Recap Podcast, a review of the past week in Angels baseball. Here's your host, Trent Rush. Hey, what's going on, and welcome to the Angels Recap Podcast. My name is Trent Rush, fired up to be with you here today, recording this on a Wednesday before the Angels finish up their series against the Cleveland Indians. Then it's a doubleheader tomorrow. A reminder, if you're listening to this before the doubleheader tomorrow, uh, you can get tickets at angels.com slash tickets. If you have a ticket from April 17th, that's good for game one. If you have a ticket for April 18th, that's good for game two, as the Angels that make up uh, the uh, series with the Minnesota Twins and a double header coming up on this Thursday. Well, for the Angels, there's no question about it. This has been a tough week. It was cool to see some Otani heroics. Three straight games with homers starting with the game winner in Boston. That was unbelievable. We're going to spend plenty of time talking about Shohei Otani, but the big story with the Angels this week is Mike Trout out six to eight weeks with a grade two strain of his right calf uh, that he suffered in the first inning on Monday in the series opener against the Indians. And this is one of those that for the Angels is obviously a tough pill to swallow because this is a team that is built around having a great offense. And the Angels have, you know, have not played a five hundred ball yet. And they're gonna have to play um better without Trout over the next, you know, six to eight weeks than they have even with Trout. Now, the, the first uh, six, seven weeks of the season, uh, if the Angels are going to be a team that's going to be a contender this year, it's really too bad that we have not yet seen the Angels really be at full strength hardly at all. The Angels are, I think, four games over 500 when Trout and Rendon are in the lineup together. And we just have not gotten to see much of that at all. And there's a chance we don't see that until end of July, early August, which is a really hard thing uh, to consider. But, you know, what Shohei Otani has done and what Jared Walsh has done is exciting. I think Justin Upton looked like he was starting to turn a corner last night. He had been in a bit of a slump, gets a three-run home run, made a nice defensive play in left field. You're going to need a lot of different guys to step up for this Angels team. I'll say this about the Angels, the way they're structured. The way this team is structured is there are enough offensive bats to where you are not solely reliant on Mike Trout. Obviously, he is a major, major piece. But there are enough bats in this lineup that even without Mike Trout, the offense should be able to get the job done. You're talking about Shohei Otani, who is having an MVP caliber season. You're talking about Anthony Rendon, a top 10 hitter in baseball. You're talking about Jared Walsh, who has been the most productive first baseman uh, in the American League since September of last year. I mean, it's been unbelievable what these guys have done. When Upton is right, that's tremendous what he's able to bring. So, even though the Angels are without Trout, they should still be able to hit the baseball. Looks like David Fletcher's closer to coming back. Max Stassi should be coming back soon. Everybody but Trout is starting to get healthier. But how are the Angels going to pitch? Well, we saw a really nice performance by Jaime Barilla. You know, just the other night, we saw Patrick Sandoval look good the other night. Chris Rodriguez threw a bullpen the other day. He came out of that feeling well. He should be on his way back soon. There are reinforcements within the organization, and Reed Detmers is making great progress in AA right now. After his first outing, uh was a, really a struggle for him ever since. Detmers is making steady progress there in AA. It's still way early on Detmers. I mean, he hasn't even pitched a month of AA ball yet. But give this guy a little bit of time, and there could be some opportunity there. If the Angels are able to pitch at a league average or close to league average level, even without Mike Trout, the Angel bats should be able uh, to get the job done. And then when you you know bring Mike Trout back, you know in late July, you know early August, then when he you know comes back into the picture, well then all of a sudden now you have a team that's rolling and ready for October. But the Angels have been on the wrong side of some really tough losses this year. They've had struggles out of the rotation, they've had struggles out of the bullpen and and a lot of times on nights when the starting pitching has been good, the bullpen's let them down and on nights where, you know, the the starting pitching struggles, the bullpen can be great, but the Angels are already, you know, coming from behind. That's been the story for the Angels this season. It was the story for the Angels a season ago as well and, you know, 2019 same deal. We've talked about this with Angels pitching but it's not like that. There aren't pieces. You just gotta see these guys be more consistent and get it together um, at the same time. Um, you know, putting it um, all into one deal. I would say this: we are seeing an ace develop in Shohei Otani. He's got an ERA just over two. He's got forty strikeouts already. Again, recording this before Wednesday's game against Cleveland. Shohei Otani has been a dominant pitcher. And the best thing for me about Shohei Ohtani, he is getting better and better every time we see him on the mound. We're going to talk more about Ohtani in a moment, but first, I did want to bring you this. Mike Trout and I had a conversation the day after he suffered that injury, so here is Mike Trout on just what happened on Monday evening.
1: Yeah, well, obviously hit the fly ball, Uh, looked at it, and when I put my head down, I thought I got hit by the ball. Uh, I thought I got hit by like a line drive, like hard. So it's, and then I got to the bag, and then I said, "Man, something's not right." And then, um, you yeah, know, I felt a pop, and then I went down to the tunnel, made sure it wasn't my Achilles. So I mean, I guess if if there's any positive that comes out of it, it's, it wasn't my Achilles, because that's what scared me when it first happened. Yeah, it was just a freak thing. I mean, I did the same. I do the same routine and. You know, every, every day before a game and what didn't feel tight at all before. I don't know if it's, you know, just looking back, you know, obviously we had a long flight from from Boston, you know, nine hours of traveling. I don't know if that's something to do with it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: What, what was kind of going through your mind um, as you're coming off the field there? I mean, just looking at it on TV, it looked like you were, um, you know, obviously frustrated that something had happened there. Just what, what were you thinking about in that moment?
1: I knew it was bad when it happened. I've never felt anything like this before. Um, I felt the pop. Uh, I was just hoping, you know, for the best. But, you know, once once I started walking on, it just felt like a big cramp. And then, like, I think after the adrenaline and the rush started, you know, to wear off, it started hurting pretty bad. And, you know, I just uh, just a little bump in the road. Um, you know, I'm really crushed about it because obviously it's out there. want to be out there with the guys. And, you know, it is what it is.
0: Mike, I want to go back to something that Jack was just kind of mentioned and what happened in 2017. Do you feel like maybe there was anything from that that you, that you can experience going through that, you know, sitting on the bed, bench and, you know, being a teammate in that way? Is there something that maybe you were able to learn from that time that you hope that you can, you know, be more, maybe of a mentor to, to guys now in this time away?
1: Like I said, just like pitchers that I face, what their tendencies. I mean, I'm here for everything. You know, I think every, every little – piece of advice i give the guys, you know, I think they, they'd want that. And that's why I'm going to be here and I'm going to do everything I can to help the team. Um, you know, I can't, uh, people know me, I can't sit still, so I'm going to try to be doing something, but uh, you know, it's, if it's either just in the cage with with the guys or just, you know, hanging out with them in the clubhouse and, you know, hopefully knowing this thing hit you know, a little bit, I can get back in the dugout, but um, just, you know, not being out with the guys and knowing it's going to be a little bit, it's uh, it just, you it's uh, it sucks.
0: At this point, are you able to to do any kind of treatment? Is it still you know in that healing phase in terms of pain that you're dealing with? Just just where are you at physically
1: right now with that? Yeah, I'm just icing it. Um, physically, uh, it's pretty sore. Walking on crutches, so yeah, it's just it is what it is. Hopefully, um, you know, heal pretty fast, and I'm gonna trust the training staff. We've got a great training staff here. Obviously, Adam he knows what he's doing and I'm going to trust what they, what they tell me to do. And, you know, we got great doctors that can uh, get back quick. And this will be
0: the last one for me. I just kind of want to know where's your head at right now in terms of uh, clearly you're disappointed that this happened, but we just kind of, where are you at
1: right now? Yeah, no, it's tough. Obviously hearing the news, um, like obviously you guys know the news six to eight weeks, but you know, it's something you can't rush back. Um, for me, I'm going to just put, hard work in the rehab trying to get back obviously got to be smart uh talked to some doctors you know that's something you know you come back too soon you could you know tear it again so um just trying to be smart with it and you know I obviously got to listen to my body uh, and hopefully um, you know he'll heal soon.
0: I wanted to address this, too, and obviously we're all hoping for a speedy recovery for Mike Trout and get him back. And um, It's going to be really important for the Angels to get him back to make a push towards the postseason uh, this year. And it's going to be tough to tread water without him. I mean, there's no denying that. But I wanted to say this. Uh, it's American Legion week here uh, with the Angels. And there has been some chatter, not much, but a couple of people have made comments that I have heard of if, you know, the American Legion week that Joe Madden typically does every August this year, he's doing it earlier in May, where the whole premise is you show up and you just get on the field and you go play baseball and, you know, there's no early work that you're worried about and you're doing that. And if that had any impact on Mike Trout's injury. You just heard Mike Trout say that he went through his normal routine for how he goes through every game. And Joe Madden uh, dismissed any you know, notion about that uh, possibly having an impact on Mike Trout suffering that injury. These are professional athletes. They know exactly what they need to do for their bodies to get right. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing to have a week where you're not stressed about, you know, doing early infield or you're taking fly, you know, extra fly balls or, you know, a second batting practice or even one batting practice, not doing that before a game. I think mean, that's proven to be successful. Maybe you don't have quite so many meetings before the game. But when it comes to getting, like, physically right to go out and play the game of baseball, these guys know what they're doing. Of course, they're going to go through their game day routines and get ready for that. So, I, I just want to say that, you know, I, I think people that are in baseball see this more clearly and probably don't have to ask the question. There might be some people outside the game that could say, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? Let me just tell you this: that that clearly had no impact on what happened with Mike uh, Trout. Just said he, he made it perfectly clear that he went through his normal routine uh, to get ready to go and play in the game. So that's just something that I had heard. That was just some chatter that was out there. Uh, but I, I just I, I felt it was important to say here because you know you don't want things that you know somebody has an idea on social media and it gets taken to you know, something else that's crazy. Um, that's kind of where we're at. With that, So I'm, I'm glad Mike said it. I'm glad Mike made that perfectly clear. But it was just something I felt like needed to be said here on this podcast. Now we'll see how the Angels come out of this. I mean, that, that's the next step, right? How are the Angels going to play over the next six to eight weeks? Now, the only thing you can compare it to is when in 2017 Trout broke his thumb, ended up missing 40 games. Angels went 19-21. and 21 in those 40 games, and still had a chance going into the month of September to make the postseason. I'm not trying to be overly optimistic or pessimistic on that. I'm just stating what the facts were in 2017. The Angels had a chance going into September. Uh, this team is obviously much different than that 2017 team. I think there's a lot more offense on this 2017, excuse be on this 2021 team uh, than what the Angels had in 2017. But, again, the Angels are going to have to play like that. Like Angelton Simmons really stepped up in that time. Uh, for the Angels when Trout went down in 2017. Different guys are going to have to step up. Jared Walsh is going to have to continue to play an all-star caliber first base. You're going to have to see Justin Upton – play when you know when things are going well for justin upton things are outstanding and then he he goes into slumps too that's just been jay up throughout his entire career you can't have jay up in a slump right now you need jay up at his best right now you need that uh if you're the angels you need anthony rendon who is traditionally a bit of a slow starter to be the hitter that we know that he is that's what you need right now and then you're also it's, it's asking a lot, but we're now seeing that what is being asked of is possible for Shohei Ohtani to play like an MVP. And Ohtani, in my mind, has been the most valuable player in the American League. I think he's been the most valuable player in baseball. I think he's the most interesting player in baseball. I think he's the most interesting athlete in sports. And I've said this. I mean, you roll the tape back. I, I said this in January and February. I think that Ohtani is the most interesting athlete in sports. And what he's doing right now is proving it every day. How about the fact that Otani has not yet missed a game? Otani has been in the lineup, on the mound, or has pinch hit in every single game this season. That's that among all the others. Yes, I know he's leading the league in home runs with 14. Yes, I know about the 40 strikeouts. Yes, I know about the ERA just to tick over two. I know all of this stuff, of course, with Shohei Otani. But that's the stat for me that's making the biggest difference. This guy's playing every day, and he's loving it. And what's not to love? This guy's having fun on the field. For whatever reason, you know, I don't know if this is, this is all Joe Madden related. It might be, and maybe Joe needs a lot of credit for this. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know if something changed with Shohei. How, what, whatever is going on. Does anybody look like they've ever had more fun in their life than Shohei Otani on a baseball field? This guy is having a blast. He's having fun. he's celebrating home runs. he's celebrating teammate great moments. He's celebrating little things. he's dancing on the field. he's having a good time. He's giving off you know tremendous facial expressions and you know doing lots of things on the field. It's fun watching Shohei Otani. Otani is like the most fun player in baseball. And, you know, there's a lot, there's always talk, right? I mean, it's, you know, the old school thought, the traditional thought, and kind of the new wave, new way of thinking, and the bat flips and all that. You know, put all that aside for just a moment. You want guys, I, I am a believer that if somebody is like truly trying to genuinely celebrate fun in their hearts, I am all for it. I do not support the guy that's trying to show up somebody else. That I will never stand for. I, I can't stand that. But I love when you have a genuine natural reaction to something exciting and you express yourself in the field. Who doesn't love that? And Otani is doing that like on a nightly basis, good or bad. He's become like a meme machine. You know, how many gifts of Shohei Otani are there when you go to send a text message to somebody? And it's just been so much fun watching Shohei Otani in this way. I'm trying to think of a, a you know a craze or a mania like what we've seen with Shohei Ohtani in my lifetime. Now, I will say I was born after Fernando Valenzuela, so I, I was never a part of Fernando mania. That was, that was before me. But in my lifetime, I'm 28 years old, I can't think of anything like this. I can't think of anybody that is this must watch. I mean, maybe like the the Sosa McGuire home run chase, you know, when, when Bonds, you, you didn't know all the background about Barry Bonds and he was trying to break the record, you know, maybe that. Outside of it, There has been nothing like this. I mean, Shohei Ohtani cannot miss. No matter what, you want to see everything Ohtani does, you can't take your eyes off him. It's been tremendous getting a chance to see this guy finally be able to flourish and embrace who he is. And it's like it's. It almost seems like the shackles are off. He's got the freedom to go play. He's got the freedom to hit. He's got the freedom to run. He's got the freedom to pitch. He's got the freedom to express himself. He's got the freedom to be Shohei Otani, and that is exactly the guy you want. And he is living up to all of the absurd hype, the absurd Babe Ruth esque hype. It's ridiculous the amount of hype that came with Shohei Otani and he is playing to that this season. It's real, man. I mean, I'm a believer in Shohei Ohtani. I mean, and and I also, you know, I went from being like, hey, how cool would it be, you know, All-Star Games in Colorado this year? Um, How cool would it be to see Shohei Ohtani in the Home Run Derby for that? Now I'm thinking how fun would it be to see Shohei Ohtani pitch and hit leadoff in the All-Star Game? That could happen. It's been that kind of a start to this season, and Ohtani is showing signs that this is not going away. And he's starting to get more control too. I know he you know I don't see the blister thing going away to be honest. I mean that that's probably something that's going to continue to pop up, you know, for Shohei Otani. and maybe there's times where, hey, Joe, I need a day. I need two days. Okay, fine. All right, we'll push your start back a day or two. No big deal. Hey, I need to skip a start. Okay. You can live with that. Because as long as you're getting the best out of Shohei Otani, you know, let that guy control the schedule. That's been the Angels' plan and it is working. It's been really fun watching Shohei Ohtani play. He's living up to the hype, and it's just been a blast. And, and again, I I think it's real, and I think all of baseball is paying attention to this. I mean, not a day goes by where you don't see Shohei Ohtani headlining on MLB Network or ESPN. Um, Wherever you're watching or consuming sports news, Shohei Ohtani is a major part of the national and international sports conversation. Forget the Dos Equis man, Shohei Otani is the most interesting man in the world. Certainly is the most interesting athlete in the world. I will say that and say that firmly uh, for what we are seeing with Shohei Otani this season. I, I just cannot get enough of him. All right, so that's going to just about do it for us here on the Angels Recap podcast. I know it's a little bit of a shorter podcast this week, but if uh, you you want to hear more from me, just be sure to tune in after the games on Angels Radio AM eight thirty. We do Angels Recap every night, breaking down the latest when it comes to Angels baseball. Uh, we talk through all the biggest Angels news, and my favorite part of that show is when we get to go in depth of like the baseball moments in that game. You got a question about the game? Something you want to know about Angels baseball? We're going to get to that. All you got to do is hit me up on Twitter at Trent Rush Sports, send me a tweet, use the hashtag angels recap we'll get your tweets on the air we'll answer your questions we'll share your emotions sometimes they're positive sometimes they're not that's okay we're going to share it all you know the angels lose it's a good place to vent when they win it's an even better a much better place uh, to celebrate and we're definitely looking forward uh, to that angels got to play well and now we'll have to see other guys step up with mike trout on the shelf for the next six to eight weeks. My name is Trent Rush. Thanks to each and every one of you for joining us on the podcast. Thanks to Hannah Stang for all her help behind the scenes. This has been another edition of the Angels Recap Podcast. Talk to you soon. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution